Welcome to Realoran International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God. Welcome to Realoran. I'm so glad that you're back with me again. I hope you've been enjoying our subject on wealth and finance. You know, wealth is wonderful. It's something that God desires for us. Elohim, God, great, mighty, judge, almighty God. He might say, I'm the poorest thing you've ever seen. And I said, oh, I don't think so. I've been poor too. But God blesses the life of his kids. So come on in tonight. You don't have to be alienated from God. You can be his tonight. Just say, God. Please, please receive me as I ask you to wash away my sins. And uh, I want you to be my father. And he will be thrilled. Trust me. We know that Satan's mission, the devil, Satanus in the Greek, the human, superhuman adversary of humanity. He hates all humanity. Because when he sees humanity in every nation, he sees the image of God the Father. He sees the image of God, the Son. He sees the image of God, the Holy Ghost, and he hates them because he lost against them, because Satan wanted to rule God, and we know that no one can ever rule above the Most High God, okay? (laughs) Heaven is his throne, and the earth, the ball, is his footstool. So uh, Satan's biggest mission is to destroy all of us, okay? Because then he can really harm God's heart, hurt God's heart because God loves us and he wants us to be his. So we are the object of God's affection. We are the apple of God's eye, his creation. And and Satan looks at God and sees that. And he wants to destroy us because of that. And so we want to, we want to live uh, intelligently and safely in Christ. So we know that uh, Satan's mission, Satan's plan, Satan's agenda, on Satan's day planner, he has destroyed the human race, destroy the Christian and destroy the sinner. That's right. His mission is to destroy the Christian and to destroy the sinful. He loves all of the problems he creates in the gay and homosexual agenda. He loves all of the people locked away in prison in sorrow for the crimes he drove them to commit. He loves all the women that cry after they get, after they kill the baby. He loves all the people he has caused divorce in their families. He loves the sorrow that he has caused. He loves the, uh, God wants a holy and royal nation rising underneath him. He loves the poverty and the ruin of the nations that he's been allowed to sit as their national God. See, the United States is said in God we trust. This land was formed on Jesus Christ and his followers as is stated in the, in, in the founding fathers documents. We know that other nations have made uh, different gods and their nations suffer because of that. But all you have to do to get your nation to be holy and royal, pure and wealthy, you know, when you're a pure nation, you don't have crime and people live in safety and people do the right things. You should make almighty God, Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost, the Trinity, the God of your nation. 
and throw the devil out of your nation so that your nation can rise in life and not be under the subject of the devil's desire, which is to steal, kill, and destroy your nation. So human destruction, John 10.10 tells us, is on Satan's day planner for the Christian and the sinful, for the United States and for every nation underneath God's throne. But we know that God, the Most High God, oversees the activities of all, and he only allows Satan to go so far and no farther. But you know, when somebody doesn't want to obey God and resist the devil, the, the Lord will sometimes allow you to be in the ring with the devil, 1 Corinthians 5.5. 5. That's where God stands back and says, okay, in order to get a hold of Johnny and Susie here, we have to let the devil in the ring and let the devil begin to pound on them. And many have seen the devil pounding on them. I was one of them. And it's no fun to have the devil throw you to the ground and walk on top of you, which he was allowed to do to me because God was trying to make a point. I made you to be the head and not the tail, to be above and not beneath. But if you don't want to obey me, He's going to walk on you, just like he walks on the nations that he rules with their false gods, the Hindu nations, the Buddha nations, the different nations that refuse Jesus. Even Israel, God is speaking to you. He said, not until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, shall there be peace and rest and harmony in its totality for you. You must receive Jesus Christ as your Passover lamb. You cannot reject the Son of God and have the blessings of Almighty God in the full dominion that God wants to give you. Because as we know that if we're not surrendered to God, we're surrendered to Satan, whether we like that or we don't, because there's only two on this earth, and that is God and the devil. We know in John 10, 10, it says the thief, Satan is a thief. He will rob from you. He will steal from you. He will rob your joy, your peace, your mind. He will rob your, your stability. He will rob your health. He's a thief. He will rob your family, your finance. He might take you to the top and then knife you all the way to the bottom as he laughs. And all of hell is over you in your downfall. That's his goal for you. No matter how high he takes you, he wants you to end up as he did. He wants you to be with him in the lake of fire. So he comes to steal. He comes to kill and he comes to destroy. There is no other mission than human destruction. And he does this through human deception. Deception is where something pretends to be this way, but it's really that way, you know. Uh, you know, a trick. Somebody's tricking you, getting you to believe this, but it's really that. And so he deceives like he did Eve in the garden. He deceived her. He talked her into sin and talked her out of the consequence of sin. That's what the devil's done to the church at large and the world is taken away the Bible, the truth, and the consequence of sin on earth and in eternity. See, so we need to come back to the word and come back to the fear of the Lord, knowing he means what he says and in, in, in enjoying our father. Do you see? And it's just called respect for family, isn't it? I mean, if you went to see your father in his house, would you drive your car through his his front door and, and, and into his living room and blow on the horn? It's just disrespectful. 
but we drive our trash into his church and we know that Jesus will drive the trash out of his church. He walked into the temple and with a cord, he began to beat and whip and he cleaned out the money exchangers. And he says, my house, my father's house would be called a house of prayer. Prayer is communication with God a meeting place. But we know that we don't need to go into a structured facility to meet and to talk to God anymore. The veil has been ripped, but God has instituted the church, the pillar and ground of the truth, so that the nations can be taught God, who God is, where they came from, the existence of life, and how to operate in life so that they have success in the earth and in eternity. Because there is life after the grave. It's called eternal life. So Satan loves to, uh, by craft, delusion, blinding, um, blinding doubt. He brings doubt into the Christian's life or into the world's life. You know, well, is that really true? Is it really true? That, that, is this really true what God says? He will always try to bring doubt. He's a God, he's a, he's a demonic force of pretense. He's a pretender. He's, he's a tricker. He brings the spirit of fear. He will try to, he will try to push you. He will torment your mind. I know that I'm talking to many out there about your mind. You're watching and you're tormented your mind. You might even be drinking. I see, I see people with drinks in their hand and you're just slamming them down. But God is saying to you, let me set you free. Let me set you free tonight. Let me set you free. Put down that glass and surrender your life to me. When I saw the Lord, all of heaven, I saw all of heaven and they were, they were going like this. And, and they were bringing their hands to the ears and they were lifting them up. And what that meant was surrender and surrender to God. Stop trying to run your own life because the devil is there driving you in the wrong direction. And with that will come, uh, your life will go down, down, down. Just surrender to God tonight and let him take over. You know, the, the devil promises pleasure. You know, if you go over here, you'll, you know, there's always pleasure in sin. The Bible even says so. And the devil will get you and tempt you to go have sex with somebody else's uh, wife or husband. And afterwards, you know, it's all fun and games. And then afterwards, this darkness comes in because he's able to, he's now got a place in your life. He's able to come legally inside of your body. The devil loves to live in bodies and he likes to live out his perversion and rebellion in you against God. And that's why you're so tormented, but you don't have to let him live in you anymore because he's spirit. Spirit inhabits flesh. You can have Christ living in you, the hope of glory, Colossians 1:27, the Holy Ghost, first John 4, 4, or the end, the Father God, second Corinthians 6, uh, 16 forward. You don't have to have the devil living in you. The Lord will be more than happy, more than happy to cast him out for you are God's treasure. You know, he casted many devils out of Mary Magdalene. The Bible tells us that he casted seven out of her. And there were many that surrounded me when God turned the light on for me to see all these demons that were allowed in my life because of the sin I was in. And I always wondered why I was so tormented. Well, God showed me why. Because with the devil, there is he's not a good roommate. He's not somebody that you want to hang around. He is the father of lies 
and he will lie to you and he will drive you down, down, down. And when you come to Christ, Christ will clean you. He will gut you. He will wash you. He will, he will put peace on your mind and he will put excellence in you and he will help you to rise back up. He'll help you to get in the shower, to brush your teeth, to make your bed, to pay your bills, to clean your car. He will help you to get your career back in order. He will help you with your stock portfolio. He'll, he will help you with the creditors that are calling nonstop. He will help you get your life back in order and up. God is an up moving God. Let God move you up today. Don't delay. Let him move you up today. And you might say, but I'm good right now. You know, my life is okay. I'm okay. But you know what? There's going to come a day where it's not going to be okay. Because apart from Christ, there is no sanity. Apart from Christ, you will not walk in health. You may have your health today, but Satan will steal from you. John 10.10, 10, he will take your health. You may be wealthy today, but I guarantee you, he will take your wealth. He will take your sanity. It's like the diamond's life is in Christ. That very bottom is your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. When that's stable and you have Christ in you, then God will give you wealth and God will make sure that you live in divine health. If, if, if sickness comes your way, you resist that thing just like you would any other thing, you know? And say, Lord, uh, I know it's got to go because you're alive and you crush death every time. Sickness is death. Jesus is health and life. It crushes it. Jesus is wealth and abundance. He crushes poverty and despair. Whatever it is that you're in, take Jesus and let him take you up in life. You know, Satan loves to cause confusion about God. Because if he can keep you confused, he can keep you trapped. He can keep you his. He can keep you bound and chained wherever you are because you don't know God. And see, you were born and made by God. And you, there's not a day that God hasn't had his eyes on you. You may not have thought about God. Maybe all you've thought about is your, is your shellac nails or, you know, your, um, you know, your different fur coats or whatever the case might be. Maybe you're, you're, uh, a, you love porn. Maybe you even make, uh, movies of pornography movies, but God wants you to be his. Whatever you have done, you have done not enough for God to take his love away from you. You know, for God still loves the world, John 3.16. For God still loves you. Yes, God's legal standing on sin is wrath, but God's heart is love, and he wants to bring you out of wrath and into forgiveness and relationship with him. But you have to let that happen. That is in your hands. So... Matthew thirteen nineteen. Jesus is speaking to us. He says, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom, the kingdom of God, and we have seen the kingdom of God is on this side of the cross. You know, when you make that transfer from the devil to Christ, you come to Christ, you get washed, you say, Lord, I'm sorry. You move your right in into a spiritual location. He's called his kingdom. But it says, when anyone hears the word, the truth of the kingdom, and understands it not, then comes the wicked one, the devil, and he catches away that which was sown in the heart. This is he which received seed by the wayside. We know that the devil will, uh, will come and try to pluck out this word from your life. 
you know, the devil's very good. He's right. It seems like, you know, first thing in the morning when we wake up, we can go with God and we can grab our Bible and our coffee, right? Or we can go with the world, the news, and try to figure out our own way. It's Those two options are there. You know, there's nothing wrong with watching the news. But if I take the news above the word, then, then I'm going to be destroyed. I need the word, and then I can see what's going on in society to be able to help them in the way that God has orchestrated, planned, purposed, and designs, right? We're not to negate knowing what's going on, okay? But that's not what is supposed to run our day. The word of God is. And Satan loves to come after somebody hears a message and try to, he'll try to steal this out of your heart. So you need to keep putting in the word every day. You need to keep putting in hope and truth all the time because it's like a car, you know, you fill it up with gas, but when you have a full tank, you, you're not going to run that car uh, for a hundred years without having to fill up again, are you? You're going to run it for so long and then it's going to be sitting at the side of the road. You have to keep continue to have your tank full of the word. You have to have your car full of gas for in order for it to run. We know that Satan causes humanity to abandon God. We can see that throughout the different nations. Maybe you can see that in your family. People have left God and they've, they've desired other things. They've abandoned God, the God of the, of the covenant. They have abandoned God for sin. They have abandoned God for something better because the devil has deceived them. We hear in Deuteronomy chapter 13, beginning in verse 4, You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him. Meaning we know what he says, right? And so if you don't want to, if you don't want to encounter wrath or correction, uh, the curse from God, you need to obey God. Okay. And so we are to walk with God. We are to fear God and keep his commandments and obey his voice and serve him and cleave to him. We are not to abandon God for any reason at all. You know, I can see that a lot of people start off with God and they go on down the road and then God blesses them. He gives them their promised land. He gives them wealth. But now in their promised land and it's flowing with milk and honey and they got plenty of money in the bank. I don't think I'm going to go to church anymore. You know, I've got this big boat and I don't really want to go to church anymore. And so they're going on the boat and then they go out to these different clubs on the water. And instead of drinking uh, the, the the juice or the smoothies they used to, now they're looking around thinking, that's no big deal. I think I'll order a highball. And then that one thing leads to the other and the devil has cast his uh, line and he's got a hook in you and he's willing you farther and farther away from God. And the farther you go away from God, the closer you are to destruction because Satan, his road is called the wide road that leads to destruction. God's road is the straight and narrow road with boundaries and understandings in the good life that is life. Okay, so in your promised land and in your wealth and opulence, which God wants to give you because he is the same yesterday, today and forever. No matter what year it is or what has transpired, he is a covenant keeping God. He's an oath keeping God. He has made a vow, a covenant with humanity that will not change. 
Jesus Christ. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so, so, but don't abandon God in your opulence and in your wealth because that has been the downfall of many. I have known many that have done that to my own sorrow. We know that Satan causes humanity to dislike God. They, they don't understand God, that the God that created the, the ocean wants you to have a boat. You know, I used to almost, I loved boating. Uh, I went boating about every weekend and, and loved the ocean, loved the salt water, loved the wind in my face. It's so peaceful out there. And just the way that God made the ocean and made the boats for us to travel on. You know, Jesus loved boats too. But... Um, he wants us to, to, to enjoy the life that God created. The devil didn't create anything on the earth except sin that leads to people's loss, ruin, and sorrow. God created the beaches and, and the mountains and the, all the beautiful things for us to enjoy on this earth. He created us to be social people, to be, have families, to have churches, to be, have self-respect. And to do respectable, respectable, respectable things for others. That's a hard word to say really fast. But, you know, he has made us to enjoy the beauty of his creation. There's so much beauty. And all he wants us to do is stay out of ruin, sorrow, destruction, addiction, loss, poverty. I mean, he's a good God. And he wants us to have a very, very good life. But many people dislike God, and I would say, why? You know, and, and maybe many people have had a lot of pain on the earth. I have too, but the pain was not caused by God. I saw the one that inflicted the pain to me. His name is Lucifer, and I saw all these demons. I was uh, transported to a place in hell and uh, I had been going through many, many hard things, and I saw the activities of of the Satan and the uh, ex-angels, the devils, as they had come after me to shut me down. And um, I was doing a lot of evangelism, and uh, they tried to shut down truth from going forward. And I got to see all the demons that were sent against me on their mission to destroy my life. Because John 10.10, he comes to what? Destroy. So when you're sitting apart from God, you're sitting in destruction. Don't sit with the devil. Come into Christ today. And, but I was amazed when I looked around and I saw all these demons and, and they shook each other's hands and gave the principalities, the management of Lucifer, high fives. I was shocked. God said, this is the way it operates. But when there is war against you, you stay calm in me, and I will make all this uh, to turn around for your good, Romans eight twenty eight. And so God has done that. God is able to take any ruined uh, situation, you know, but we know in, in, in war, there are casualties, are there not? 
you know, we have two physical armies going against each other, maybe perhaps two physical nations that have gathered at the, at the war line to come against each other for, to see who can take who out and take their property and their people, right? And we know that in every war there's casualties, but it's not over. You may have been blown to pieces. But it's not over because God's on top of that casualty and he is God alone and he will pick you up and breathe life back into you as he did me. And he will cover you with his His self and he will rebuild you and he will keep you and protect you and provide for you. And he will make you stronger than before you were a casualty. But we know by looking at the apostles, there were casualties. Some lost their lives, some hung upside down, some were beheaded, but it didn't stop the others, and it didn't stop them. They kept on going, right? And the devil thought that he took Peter away, but Peter's still preaching. We have First Peter and Second Peter, okay? He thought he took John away, but we're still reading the Gospel of John and First John, Second John, Third John, Book of Revelation. He thought he took Moses away as he wanted, as he stood there wanting his bones as God buried Moses. The Bible tells us, isn't that precious? That God personally buried Moses. But Moses went into Abraham's bosom, you know, his spirit, but his body. And the devil argued he wanted the bones of Moses. You know, it's just amazing. But Moses is still speaking all the way through the Old Testament, right? You know that he, that, you know, they beheaded Paul, but Paul is still speaking. He wrote most of the New Testament. And Paul is alive in heaven. All of these guys that loved God as their father and Jesus, you know, and they lived to carry forth the purposes of God, to create a people that were not being destroyed for lack of knowledge, but they were full of knowledge, and they were perfected, made intelligent and moral and pure, and they inherited in earth, and they inherited glory, and they were honored in heaven because they worshipped and served the Most High God, Elohim, God, the Mighty, the Almighty, the Just, the Judge of all creation. Good night. Aleron International Ministries Incorporated appreciates all of its faithful covenant partners and wishes each and every one of you a beautiful life with Jesus. Please visit Rielaron today at www.rielaron.org.